The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here we are, in person, live and in person at wow. the Star in yes. Frisco. I cannot believe it. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and the star of the show, one Mickey Spagnola. <laughs> yeah. Good to be back with you guys. <laughs> Mick Shots hasn't been on the air since, I think it was the Monday before the Hall of Fame. Brad Sham and I did a, That's right. a version of Mick Shots from Oxnard, California. Well, that California. doesn't count, bro. That yeah, does not count. That's not so, the same. Yeah, it's, and it's not further. the same if Everson's yeah, not no, here either. If, so if, it, if the trio's not here, then it ain't working. It's the 2021 season debut <laughs> of Everson Walls. He's got all of these hot sports opinions about what the Cowboys have done over the last 28 days. It was four weeks ago today wow. that the Cowboys charter landed in Oxnard. Oxnard, California, and how much has happened in the last four weeks? A lot Quite spe- a bit. A lot of speculation. A lot of speculation, yeah. a, a lot of injuries. As Brad Sham would say, we go to training camp to find out who's going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and we did. And they're not even practicing the way we used to. No, Let's not at all. Let's think about that. So what's today, the 17th? Yeah, four weeks exactly, right? right. 28 days. Mm-hmm. Took off on July 20th. That's right. And, and so how far away are we from September 9th in Tampa? Uh, I had it yesterday, 22 days. 22, okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say 22. So just over three weeks away. carry the one. Yeah. Just over three weeks away from that. And they're not quite ready to go. But, no, they're uh, not. As a matter of fact, Nobody is. five guys today won't be ready to go because right. they have to get to 85 on yeah, the roster. Have you got the scoop, uh, yet? Have you got the scoop uh, yet? No, but I would imagine there's a couple guys that are going to end up on injured reserve. Um, Which means they're out for the season. Because the if they're on injured reserve before... For the entire season. Yeah. If it, now, if you're on the 53 for a day, yeah. then they can put you on returnable IR, which is three weeks again. Uh, but uh, I would think from what I've heard of injuries, uh, uh, Shewu Alanalua probably going to go on injured reserve. He's got a neck injury, and it's pretty severe. Give me his number. I'm, I'm 45. 45. Yes. Fullback full out of TCU. Yes. He was going to make this yes, team, he too. He was. They and wanted He played well in the Hall team. of Fame game, and unfortunately he got hurt in the Hall of Fame yeah. game, too. And it's a neck injury, and that's a bad thing for a fullback because even when you come back – you going to stick your neck in there again? You have to. Right? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you, you're not making the team. So I really that, like that kid, too. Yeah. He's a good kid, too. And then, they, I don't, and then I'm sure and, – and see, here's the key thing on these cuts. You, you don't want to cut, like, camp bodies because you need them for these preseason games. If you're not going to play your starters, like, they don't have an excess of offensive linemen to say, okay, that guy's not making a team. I can get rid of him. So I would imagine down the road, wide receivers, down the road, defensive backs. Uh, I think those guys are probably the most expendable uh, of anyone, and maybe a, maybe a <laughs> running back. I don't know. Hey, I mean, I'm feeling I'm feeling really some shade. No, no, because I'm feeling they some have, shade coming over here from since I sat they down, have an man. Excess, they have an excess of defensive backs. Oh, okay, that's, that's what I mean. All right, not all that right. they don't need them, but you got to find out where you can. You throwing shade on Murray, right? Was it well, Jamal, no, Adams, Jamal Adams? Sorry, Jamal Adams. Yeah, that's shade. the other breaking news yeah. around the league right now. Jamal Adams has a four-year, seventy-two million dollar contract. Seventy-two or seventy-seven? What oh, was it's it? seventy-two, I think. It's, it's posted seventy-seven. But no, it's your remark after was Mickey had an I'm adjective just highly about that offended contract for a safety. For a, for a, like, come on, for man. A, he didn't say for a safety. He said for a blank safety. <laughs> 
See, I was about to get on Bill about his whole quarterback thing. I saw him the other night, you know, <laughs> heard him the other night. Did a great job, by the way. Well, thank on you. On the game. I, I really enjoyed it. Your, your tidbits, I hear them all the time here. So now the fans get the good uh, stuff, though. But I was going to get on you because but, it was always about the cow, you know, about the little quarterbacks and <laughs> everything's about Texas quarterbacks. And from, like, oh my God, you know all the history. But now it's Spags now, man. Spags is killing me, well, man. Well, in, in the scheme of things, because of the salary cap, mm-hmm. I just think $18 million a year is a little excessive for Don't, the safety you're, position. You're digging a deeper grade. I know, I know. <laughs> you're digging a deeper So grade. do you want Amari Cooper or do you want Jamal Adams? Oh, I want Amari Cooper. Yeah, and yeah. that's the trade-off, yeah. right? Because if you want to use his $18 million for a wide receiver, his his is 20 But if you can't afford to 20 then you okay, and now I got 18 and I got a safety. Is All right, is Jamal Adams a safety or is he more than a safety? I think he's more than a safety, and that'll bring one of the topics we'll call up today. I think he's less than a safety. When I think he's of, more, He's closer to a, a linebacker, linebacker than a— And when I look at Micah Parson, I don't look at him as a linebacker. I look at him as a football player. Interesting. And I can use him in so many different ways. Which so means when, it get, when Micah Parsons gets to the point of franchise tag time <laughs> in his career, he's going to have enough sacks that he's going to want to be categorized he's as have a to pick edge a rusher. Did he's you, have to did pick you, a lane. He, he must have been reading my column because did you hear his remark on hard knocks he basically said i'm a football player that's mm-hmm. it and i said that's exactly it exactly right i think jamal adams is a football player. yeah I and agree. i think you're right I yeah agree. yeah all right back on the cuts for a second yes. mm-hmm. okay to your point on it's not necessarily the bottom guys on the roster that are getting cut today here's an example of it in new york with the giants they cut Alfred Morris. I saw that. Okay. That's not because Alfred Morris – I'm just reading through the lines here. It's not because Alfred Morris is uh, necessarily at the end of his career. They know he's in shape now. They know he's ready to go. And they probably told Alfred Morris, stay in shape, mm-hmm. and you may be back once we have an injury. Or once the first game of the season right. is over with. Right. So he yeah. cannot be and on then, IR. And then he can't take a – a guaranteed contract. Right. And because they, if, if you're a veteran and you're on the roster for the first game, then your base salary is guaranteed. You can do it once. But, in your but you, do, you do it now, too, because yeah. he's been in camp long enough. He's And he was on the team last year. And you know he's in shape. And you know, okay, you got him in reserve now. And he's just hanging out near the facility. Right. And, and, yeah. and so the Cowboys might have someone like that. I don't know. No one comes to mind right now. But there could there are, there are cuts that happen this week. Where it doesn't necessarily mean these guys are out of the league, they but may, I'm not sure they've got anybody on the roster. They could be, that kind you know, of it could be someone that. who's dealing with some sort of nagging injury. He's not right. going to be able to play, and they aren't. They don't think he'll get picked up by another team. But he might be a practice squad candidate. You know, the other thing about the the new rules that were instituted because of COVID last year, and they are continuing this year as far as the practice squad and injured reserve. When we watch these preseason games more than ever before there are more players playing in these preseason games that are going to be on NFL rosters and actually play in NFL regular season games especially with an expanded schedule with 17 games right. that's true um, where uh, before you know these guys, you could uh, roll your eyes at these preseason games and say these guys are going to be working. Half these guys are going to be at Home Depot, you know, in a month, whatever. No, I, you know, you just do the math on it. You got 53 man roster. You got a 16 man practice squad. There's 69 players there, and that didn't even account for the ones that go on injured reserve. You're up to 75 out of, oh, out yeah. of the 90. Then. Right. And Mike, which was Mike McCarthy's. And that's just to start the season. I when mean, those guys, they, when Green Bay won the Super Bowl, they used seventy-seven players. I, I bet wow. at, the, at the end of the season, I bet you if you went back to last year too, it, it's not fair last year because there were so many opt-outs too. But I bet at the end of this season, you will find that there are, on average, of the ninety-man rosters in training camp, seventy-five to eighty players on each team's ninety-man roster are on an NFL roster in some capacity. In counting practice, counting squad. practice squad this season. Yeah, yeah, because fifty-three and sixteen. Mm-hmm. Do They're the already math. up to seventy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and then and then injuries, uh, IRs. 
uh, guys that just fall by the wayside and you got to replace them. So that's why the salary cap is so important because somebody will say, oh, they got $5 million left. Well, you need a little cushion there. Right. Because if you put a guy on IR, that salary counts. And now I got to replace him. And chances are when I replace him, if it's not a young guy, it's going to cost me another million dollars. So, yeah, you you've, you've have spoken a of the cushion, the cushion before. The cushion is always important. That's been your big deal. That's right. But with our signings this year, uh, I must admit, this is one of the best draft picks, draft choices, and draft rounds that we've ever had. Uh, I think this class is amazing. I really do. Uh, going back to the game itself, uh, not the Pittsburgh game, was not really impressed with the Pittsburgh game. But when you could see, and I always talk about the culture, you can kind of see the culture with Dan Quinn. It changes a little bit, more pressure. Uh, creating more chaos offensively. You'd love playing for them. Oh, man, they are bringing it. They are bringing it. That, that front seven is extremely aggressive. And to me, that's what I would like to have. It, it's no, no uh, uh, secret that I wasn't a fan of the flex defense mm -hmm. because it just left the DBs hanging out to dry. This defense does not do that. It gives them an opportunity to change up. You don't have to have the same look all the time. If you're going man-to-man, -man, you don't know if it's going to be a quick blitz, all-out blitz, single blitz, zone blitz. You don't know what it's going to be. And as a defensive back, that gives me so many more opportunities to where my uh, head games that I'm playing with the wide receiver can be a little bit more effective. And so I just enjoyed seeing the front, just front four. They were just, just going buck wild out there. You know, last night – and, Bill, I don't know if you noticed this or not, because you guys were mostly on a tight shot, right? Well, eventually, eventually. we started showing actually okay. showing plays. So <laughs> the, the, my, my impression from last night, and I don't know if it was because they were on artificial turf, but those defensive ends were getting off the line of scrimmage, Randy Gregory and Dorrance Armstrong, to the point they were given Tyron Smith and Lael Collins problems. I, and I, I was just amazed how how fresh they looked. Now, they gave Randy basically the weekend off, right? He didn't have to fly uh, to Arizona. They sent him back. He had a little bit of a foot deal going. Oh, okay. But his takeoff was amazing. It and, always has been. And, and it, was, it was even more. I mean, wow. I saw somebody said, oh, yeah, he was throwing Tyron Smith around. I said, whoa, let's not go that far. <laughs> He might have been beating him around the edge. He wasn't throwing him around, right? And 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 same thing with Dorrance Armstrong. I mean, his stats from that preseason game yes. were absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. I think it was, and he only played a half. Five, yeah, two sacks. Five five tackles, two sacks. I think it was two tackles for losses, and he had at least three or four quarterback pressures and a forced fumble, maybe or recovered from. I and can't remember. If I which. recall correctly, uh, one of those pressures. Uh, or sacks was against Kelvin Beecham, who's a starting right, right. tackle for Arizona. It wasn't yes, like he they, was going you up against backups. You mentioned that at the yeah. in the game yeah. about yeah. these weren't just backups. Yeah. Now, and, now the Arizona offensive line in the second half was bad. Yes. I mean they 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 have done they, were, they, they have done what they the can to try to shore up their offense their first team offensive line, which they really needed to do for Kyler Murray, and and, and they did that a year ago, and those they have those guys basically back, but. Uh, the backups are not good. Right there. But, but the again, Cowboys. Armstrong was getting pressure on Armstrong against the starters. Armstrong was getting pressure yeah. against the starter. Yeah. I recall so that, that statement out, being that made. That stood out to me, yeah. And then uh, what you were saying about the draft choices, uh, now one of them they really need to come through is uh, Oso Digizua with the Neville Gallimore injury. Mm -hmm. um, he's got the dislocated elbow, uh, and they're saying four to six weeks. So even you could on the tell he was in pain on the show mm -hmm. that yeah. hurt me to watch yeah. it right. Yeah. Um, if it's four, so he's got two weeks now and two weeks into the season, um, they could put him. He'll go on, on IR injured for, reserve for three, which is and the and the rule on IR, as Mickey has alluded to, is he's on the fifty-three. Then you put him on IR, and it's the it's a minimum three weeks right. now on IR. So he could be back for the. the Fourth game. Practicing for the fourth game yeah. if he's ready to go. Otherwise, you know, the fifth game, but you don't have to carry him on the roster the entire time hurt. 
uh, and make them inactive. So there's things like that they have to massage. Uh, once again, the deficits alone, uh, I saw many a couple he of was defensive playing, ends bringing it in the first half. He was playing second team to Neville Gallimore at the three technique, and then in these last practices after he got hurt, uh, he's been working with the first team at defensive tackle with Carlos Watkins. Um, and so, I, I think it has to be uh, um, a concerted effort to get off because we had, what, three or four uh, encroachment penalties, correct? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, and, and so you maybe can tell that was that in that, their mind. That's yeah. in their minds. We have to get off on the defensive line. And see, it's like they're trying, even against the run, they're trying, they're, they're penetrating to try. It's almost getting back to what Marinelli was doing, right? You, you penetrate and try to muck things up in the backfield. It, and that it, happened a few times as did. well. Yes. It did. You had offensive linemen that were whiffing on our D linemen, and they were going straight to the running back. And I'll tell you, another guy is going to cause problems on the on the roster. He's coming on now. He had a slow start to training camp. Simi Fihoko, the wide receiver, I think you know he yeah, showed up in, in that game. He yeah, made some game. really nice yes, catches. Did. A uh, couple catches yesterday, uh, last night. So and you have to and, gain the trust of the quarterback. You can see that the quarterbacks trusted him. Yeah, because and he's obviously big. his routes are true, and he's a great target, of course. Yeah, he's big. So and and he's got a great opportunity now. We'll see what happens with the Malik Turner turf right. toe injury. Yeah. Uh, that he suffered the other night. But that that opens the door for Fihoko to show what he can do, and and uh, and a lot of it's on special teams also. And one of the other injuries that that I think was a shame, uh, their fourth round pick, Josh Ball, the yeah. offensive tackle. Yeah. Uh, I think he could have competed for that backup swing tackle job, uh, and he suffered the high ankle sprain, and I don't know how soon he'll get back. Um, and that position still got to be addressed. Um, I'm sorry. Um, right now, you're going with who? If, I'm if, not sure. How hmm. about that? Hmm. Uh, they, they've been they've been using and and they've they flipped him now. They had they had Ty Naseki at left tackle, Terrence Steele at right tackle with the backups. And then when they had to start playing him with the first team, Ty Naseki struggled some. So this last time when they didn't, like <laughs> last night when they didn't use uh, the times they didn't use Lael Collins and um, Tyron Smith, mm-hmm. they moved Naseki to right tackle and they were trying Terrence Steele at left tackle. So that one's a one to keep our eye on, I think, because we found out the last couple of years that left tackle backup guy is pretty important. I expected mm-hmm. more from him. Naseki? Yes, I expected more from Naseki. I, I think- thought he would play a little bit better in the game. He's up there in years. 36? 36, I yeah. think. So. But, you know, when you're talking about that age, then, and especially at that position, if you're smart enough and you use your feet enough, your brain enough. Right. Yeah. What's well, Jason be- Peters? <laughs> He's 39 and just got signed, and, and the Bears want to make him their starting left tackle. I think that, the key thing you just smart. said, use your feet. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I think they're going to give Steele a chance. Now, he struggled last year. Undrafted rookie, Okay. I understand on that offensive line, and they started him day one at right tackle. He's got some experience, and he was one of the guys that won their off-season workout awards. Hmm. Got stronger, so hmm. we'll see. So he is twelve years younger than in second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how young he is, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and so we'll see what what happens there. Like who who actually gets that job? But in my books. If they ain't sold on any of those guys, Zach Martin's my backup tackle. He, we ain't messing. I like the assorted uh, uh, rotation that they had going on at offensive line. You had Beatus in there, then you had Connor Williams was trying to do some things. So you like that? They move. Well, I just want to see what they're doing right <laughs> well, now. What they're trying I want to, to find the, the, they got the a, recipe. What they're, they're trying to find out is if Connor Williams can be that backup center. Because you save a spot on the 53, right? And you save money against the salary cap because and the, day, sa- the game, game day, day roster, right? Because now mm-hmm. you don't need two guys, a backup guard and a backup center. I, I am definitely a, a Biotis guy. Yeah, well, I think he's yeah, good. That's my dude. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's the first time I've ever said, said his name correctly. So that just lets you know. You how got much it I close like anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> or you can, or you I can, can go back to badass. Okay, that's what right. I was going to say. Badass, and we just leave easiest, this alone. Right. <laughs> yeah, somebody tried to point out, oh, they're having competition for the starting center job. No, Biadish is the starting center. They just want to see on the game day roster if the center gets hurt, can Connor Williams go over there and take it without mucking up the offense. His snaps now are still little left to be desired. And Zach is a also little, a guy that's in. A little, yeah. <laughs> Zach is also a guy that's in for that too. Backup center, Zach Martin? No, no, backup, backup tackle. Backup. So yeah. no back. We, besides Connor Williams. They, now Connor McGovern has some experience in college, but he hasn't but played hasn't, it in like yeah. four years. Right. Yes. So uh, if uh, knock on wood, if Biotis went down with an injury, then then what at center? Well, uh, I mean, Connor Far- Farniak is the only other guy that played center last but, but year. That's why they're playing Connor Williams there, is since they don't have anybody with any experience as a backup center. Right. That's how valuable Joe Looney was to the team. But he doesn't oh, have any experience either or, as a backup As a center. center, but at least he has NFL experience. So I wonder. And so you would like for Connor Williams to be. Efficient enough at center that if Viadish went down with an injury, Williams could move slide over to center, and Connor McGovern would be your left guard. I wonder if you're talking about a full uh, offensive line the way we want it. I don't give a damn who you put the center, as long as you have the supporting cast in in Tyron. Yeah, as long as you can Martin. make the snap. Yes, <laughs> you make the snap, we take right. everything else. And he <laughs> two 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 snaps in a row in that game. He went high, uh, mucked, mucked yeah, up the play, and then he hit himself in the butt with the one that went short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a nice laugh on that one in the booth. Did they? I, I wasn't laughing. <laughs> yes, you. Were. Not Bill. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was babe. I because I heard somebody. I was I, actually I got to listen to you guys because the NFL oh, okay. Network picked up your broadcast. That they did. Uh-huh. They did. It did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. And and so um, somebody said, "Oh, I yeah, can certainly he, understand that." But I didn't short. know that. He, they said he was short. <laughs> he short. One of the snaps was short. I go, "No, he wasn't short. He didn't even get it, it was past himself." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. You know, and if we're worried about stuff, we're worried about, on the offense, we're worried about backup positions, right? We just talked about it. Uh, and then the quarterback spot, and we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And you got to have some money. So uh, something's going to happen in Chicago. I'm going to make that prediction. What are you right talking now. about? Quarterback. Oh, I think they like their, their rookie Oh, they like their rookie, but what, right? are you, you surprised think he about starts? that? You think he starts? I think he starts. Well, then they got two veteran backups that have been in the league for 10 years and make a lot of money. There's no competition. They can't keep both Dalton There's no competition. and Foles. Foles is out. But you know what? It's going to cost them $16 million in dead money if they let him go. They should have thought, they should have thought of that when they yeah. signed him to all of that freaking money. The cheapest money. one to let go would be Dalton because his guarantee is only like $4.5 million. But Foles did not show last year – or to me, even the year before that, that he's capable in the, with this Chicago squad. Now, Philadelphia is one thing. but That Chicago squad, they're not, he does not look comfortable back there. He hadn't looked comfortable last year and the year before that. And that was only a few games. Yeah. That wasn't a 17-game season that he got Philadelphia to the Super Bowl. Right. And he's right. never really – every time somebody's given him a chance, they've always moved on to somebody else. Was it Jacksonville? Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. Um and so what they're hoping for, even though it would still be the salary cap hit, is that whoever loses out there, Maybe there there's another team that much. has a need for a quarterback. And, and don't you think some of these other teams that drafted a guy in the first round, they're going to fall in love with that guy? And it's like, okay, this veteran a guy, well, you might be out the door. I think Foles will be – I think he'll get picked up by someone else. Right. I truly believe right. that. Yeah, by yeah. one of those teams that as has a, that as rookie a, quarterback that backup. they drafted. Of has course. a backup. Of course, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'd love to hear what Everson has to say, not only about quarterbacks, but cornerbacks. How about you, Mickey? Would uh, that be I, good? And I want to we... talk about quarterback number one. Okay. All right. When we come <clears throat> back on Mix Shots.
Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back. To mix shots. And mix shots continues from inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios here at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. And Mickey. Yes. You have a read. Get breakdowns of each position, <laughs> battles to watch, scouting reports for every player and more with the official 2021 Dallas Cowboys Star Magazine Training Camp Preview. Get your digital copy today for only $4.95 at DallasCowboys.com slash the star. Everson. Yes, sir. Mickey has been practicing. <laughs> Don't you think? He's been practicing his reading even, during the offseason. I wasn't even listening, sorry. I've been, I've been saved up. I didn't have to do it when I was on the other show. I think he's just happy to be in studio. Yeah, so he's more focused yeah, than, than more focused. normal. Yeah, I just thought he, maybe he he practiced reading during the offseason. Right, he's off got season. his hand and everything. Look at him, man. It was, uh, what is it? Um, yeah. Oxnard was good good for you. Who's darker, was, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If I go this way, you might get me. <laughs> All right, Mickey, you want to talk Dak? I think we should. Okay. Um, So it looks like from a throwing standpoint, he's good to go. Um, He spent last Tuesday in Oxnard uh, for about 30 throws, I think it was, Mm -hmm. going up and down the field uh, with uh, Amari Cooper, who, by the way, is also off pup by now. Um, Foot looking good? Yes, you see the should have seen the slant he ran yesterday, planted uh, with his uh, repaired foot. Uh, he was on the right side, mm-hmm. took the slant and left, and when he caught the ball, it looked like he was shot out of a cannon. So, so were those boos I was hearing at Ford Center? <laughs> you don't think they were coops? Oh, they were coops. Oh, I was wondering. You I was see. wondering who they were you booing. You didn't see who caught the ball, right? <laughs> but anyway, he they went up. Uh, Cooper was running routes like they called to play, and he would run his route, and Dak was throwing to him, and I think he threw it about 30 times. And uh, he wasn't going full speed, like throwing with top velocity, mm-hmm. but – I tell you what, the ball never hit the ground, um, so that was a good sign. The I just day, cannot wait to watch him on Saturday night against the Houston Texans. And we are not sure that's going to happen. I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. I'm not looking forward to it. I don't think that's going to happen. He has not been in any uh, competitive period throwing the football. Meaning team, um, he he did a little seven on seven. Uh, but he hasn't been in any team. And last night at the practice that was open to the public, um, 
he did all the other stuff, and then when they got in the team, he didn't he didn't do anything. Uh, and then McCarthy, before the practice, basically pointed out that uh, if he doesn't play against Houston on Saturday, he's not playing in the final preseason and game. And see, no one plays in the final preseason. <laughs> right. So if he's going to play, then this yep. is the game. And his, and his other point on that was it, it, a lot of it depends on who he's playing with, right? Because if you're playing him in the last preseason game, and that's his only appearance, then you're playing your starters on offensive line. Right. You're playing your starters on at wide it's receiver. It's going to be a dress right? rehearsal for everyone if, if yeah. Dak's going in for his own. But he made it sound like if he doesn't play this week, he's not playing in the fourth. That's just for the young guys. And as he pointed out, he, he, he said, I, I, there's no urgency from my perspective to see Dak play against Houston, meaning they're not going to force it just to say, okay, you need to play in a game because you haven't played in one since October 11th. And I they just don't think look that at has it like a bit that. of merit, though. Yeah. Um, it's such a weird situation. Uh, you know, I feel like it's my son out there or something, especially when you see the break that he had and coming back from that horrific injury. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm nervous about him getting out there. But you got to do it. And eventually, you got to take that first step. Now, of course, it's not going to be the last game. If it's going to be a game, it's going to be this one, as Bill said. I would like to see him get some action. I think he wants to. Tampa. Oh, he definitely he wants definitely to. Wants no to. And I think from a quarterback standpoint, you know, you can do all the practice you want, right? And I and I'm not worried about I'm not worried about his arm and I'm not worried about his foot. Mm-hmm. What I'm worried about is the inactivity. Because you got to see things as the quarterback, right? You got to go through. Even if all, you're Aaron Rodgers, yeah, you got to see it. You got to right? get in there and and you got to try to close on again. You know what I mean? That's I mean, the, I would imagine when Bill played quarterback, um, <laughs> 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 you know, if you've ever played quarterback, <laughs> I did even if actually. Was, even if it was pickup games, you got to get used to seeing everybody. Grade. <laughs> fourth grade. Fourth grade. <laughs> that, that's what. That was bigger than he was. No, that's that's what we figured out. I needed glasses. <laughs> I couldn't see. I could not see the receivers downfield. We pra- we practice it like dusk, and I I just heave the ball downfield. You know me. Why did you say something? I, you, well, I, I did after every game. I can't and finally, see. And finally, we checked my eyes, and I needed glasses. Oh, and, uh, but I lost my opportunity to play quarterback ever again because oh, I was so man. bad. You know how many points we scored? I played for the Army in the uh, Irving YMCA. Okay, you know how many okay. points we scored that season? Zero. Lying, <laughs> I was the quarterback of a team Come that scored on, zero points. Uh, All right. So go anyway, ahead, Mickey. Scary. I'm just saying, <laughs> you, you've got to get back. And, you know, I guess you can simulate it in practice, but it's just not you can't, the same, Bill. right? I'm sorry, you can't, Spag. You, you got you to you recognize you defenses and, you know, do your reads. And I know it's all about what, you know, most teams and especially the way this offense is, it's all about what we do. Nobody can stop us. Right. But adjustments have to be made. And I'm, I'm sorry, if I'm a defensive back and I see Dak hadn't played all offseason, I'm jumping routes. Yeah. I'm jumping routes. I'm sitting down on routes. I'm going to make it extremely difficult to him. Show me you can throw that deep pass, even though you haven't been practicing. Oh, I mean, you've been practicing, but a full practice since last, what, uh, September? Yeah. Yeah. Well, October. Uh, first, October. First of October. October. That last first week October. in October. Right. So I, I would say that it might be a detriment to these guys. And I think it's putting them under some undue pressure because in the you can tell on hard knocks and, and all of that, he's ready to go. Oh. And he's 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 had a little, been a little uh uh cheeky, you mm. know, about uh being pulled out of drills. How, how about that one? Hey, GG, I got this. <laughs> You're out. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Or oh, I've been sitting around all right. this time, and, and I, I, I gotta, I gotta play. I need my reps. I, I need, need my reps. reps. And then I think he, yeah. he was, he didn't. I don't think he's ever really heard it. Correct. Nip it in the butt. Yeah, <laughs> he meant yeah. butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know that lets you know what he needs practice. But that That's shows right. you how. That also shows you how competitive he is. Oh, there's right? no doubt about it. You see a different Dak Prescott on hard knocks because that's the dude that gets out there and throws for 400-plus yards a game. That's the guy in there. But, of course, when we try to interview him, then he's going to be that upright. He's Mr. Corporate. Why would Dak have ever heard of that nip it in the butt anyway? 
But, but, but <laughs> he probably thought he heard but, but it was but, and he probably didn't hear it that often. Uh-huh. So, where did you hear it? I've, I've, I'm a grown man. I yes. know where, like, you know why? You know why Dax never heard that before? Why he's never heard it? Because it's on the Andy Griffith show. Barney Fife used to say it all the time. <laughs> you got to nip every it morning. Uh-huh. Dude. That's, I that's how you. Every morning. I knew that yes. you had, and so that's why. It's from our era. Yeah, so. you got a better perspective of who Dak is on Hard yeah. Knocks. I love, right? I love I watching that stuff. Somebody told me they were bored with it. I said, how could you be bored with it? They they showed you Dak's personality. They showed you Micah Parsons' personality. Joseph. Right? Joseph was did Joseph yeah, do some, Joseph. Yeah, did do some rapping or something. You know how I can tell that it's uh, it resonates with a younger crowd. Uh, you know, and for us when we're out there and you haven't been in training camps and stuff, you know, it, it, you try not to be jaded about it, but there's so much that we kind of take for granted because we have seen just the whole layout and everything at, at training camp. Mm-hmm. And for someone who hasn't been there, like my daughter, my uh, youngest daughter, she's texting me last Tuesday night, oh, my God, all, all this stuff about <laughs> Dak, and she thought it was so funny when Zeke stole the, the bicycle, and, you know, and so she's going on and on about it. She loved it, and it's a lot of that same stuff that you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. My son and my daughter. My daughter's a crazy Cowboy fan, so it doesn't take much for her to watch it. But she's extremely interested this year just because of the new players. You've got Dak. You've got Zeke. And instead of hearing them, like you said, with these corporate Cowboy remarks, you right. really get to see the guy, especially with Dak. Because Dak, as you said, Dak, when he's he's saying everything that you're supposed to say when yeah. the camera's rolling, and now you can see him. Now they do know that cameras are there, but but you something. can't fake that you stuff, can't. right? Like exactly. Like he, like he would like not, go, he would and, not take a, an, an extra effort to show right. he's yeah. competitive. He doesn't have right. to or even Micah yeah. Parsons when he was <laughs> he was Micah is as real as there is. Oh, he you know, he, he forgot, doesn't care about. He forgot the microphone was there, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm Hungry? Do we get no food here in practice? It goes Penn State. They fed us, right? And then, and then, the, and then you know, the lions are always hungry. But that part, his conversation with Dan Quinn on the telephone, like the phone was ringing, he picks it up. Hello, and and, and it's like, okay, so he tried to talk his way back in, right? And Quinn's like, no, we've had enough. He goes, no, I want more. And Quinn goes, I want more, too. But you're done, right? You and can he, tell, but this group of, even the group of rookies there, as, as Parsons is, Joseph, they're kind of uh, unusual rookies. They have a little flair to them other than just being good football players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, or Vanderesh being the veteran and start laughing at him because, oh, oh you, I'm sure you want to so you want to play more. <laughs> what did the coach say? You got to sit, and he laughs right. And I'm and sure then he's he doing the thinking, math on okay, I'm going to be yeah. sitting for two and a half hours, and, then <laughs> and he I'm was absolutely be a, right. Exactly. Too. Let me tell you, right. we're going to be sitting the next fourteen hours because we showed up at four thirty that night in the morning. I guess I should say mm-hmm. coming back from Canton. When he was adding up the hours, and he had it pretty right. Too. And uh, Canton is Eastern time, so that's seven thirty Canton time. Yeah, so yeah, that's right. Uh, so Dak's not playing until September 9th. I, that's what we sure arrived at. Sounds yeah. like it. Sure, sounds like it. Even though he, because they only have well, they got two more like full practices. What about the offensive line? They're going to play. They're going to practice Wednesday because today was a walk. Uh, their glorified walkthrough. Thursday was, I think, was going to be an off day. They were going to practice Friday. So, yeah, I, they're running out of time. Give, give me, what about uh, Tyron? What about Lyle? What about Mark? Those guys are ready to go. Are they going to play next uh, week? I, this week? I would imagine they'll play against Houston. They'll play against Houston to give Garrett Gilbert a chance, right? Because you throw those other guys out there, how, how are you going to you know, evaluate your quarterbacks? And, and by the way, on the cuts, five cuts are coming here within the next 22 minutes. They'll be announced. And then five more cuts come, or, five, or whether it be cuts or players being placed on IR. Uh, and then five more players will be cut next Tuesday. So that gives you an 80-man roster to play the last game against Jacksonville. And there's probably about 30 guys who won't play in that game. Yeah. And I don't think Zeke's going to get a carry either, by the way. And he doesn't need That was a carry. my next question. Yeah, I don't think so. You see him yesterday? I mean, you've seen him all yes, camp. Yes. But, I mean, it's just he's moving so well. Yes. Is this is this unusual? Uh, Saquon Barkley, is he going to play this preseason? 
You know, it's becoming more and more usual that they're not playing at Especially all. Especially coming, I mean, you know, back last every year, team, every team, and was it was two years ago. I remember the Rams, uh, Cowboys played the Rams in Hawaii. Okay, and um, they they didn't play their starters, their key starters, the entire preseason. I think that was may have been the first year, maybe the year before that I had heard of a team. And there's more teams that have taken on that that. So We're that's not. why Jared Goff played first preseason, the second preseason game, because he's new to that team. Probably. To, to Detroit. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's new to Detroit. Yeah. And, I and, and Detroit, Dan Campbell, I guarantee you, has a different philosophy yes, than does. Sean McVay does <laughs> yes, on preseason does. games. He's yeah. got a different approach than everyone. Right. But, you know, if, look, if you just look at the running backs, they seem to make the transition from college to the NFL a lot faster than any other position. If you think back to Emmett Smith, his rookie year, he didn't go to training camp. He didn't sign till the Tuesday before the opener. And, then and he got in there and almost gained 1,000 yards. And then in 93, he missed thing. the first two games of the season. Oh, we, that's one of the best seasons yeah. ever. And he, in and he came on. So, and which, Barkley coming off an injury, there's no way he's playing. Which reminds me, and I'm sure I've told Bill this story. I don't know if you've heard it. So it had to be, I don't know, 94, 95, somewhere in there. They weren't going to play Emmett in the preseason. And so – we were talking, and I said, well, don't you need to go out there and just kind of get used to getting hit again? He goes, are you crazy? He goes, I know what it feels like to get hit. I don't need to be reminded. I said, Your Honor, I withdraw the question. You and know? it's Emmitt Smith, but, but right? now he's different from other running backs that you would say, well, you need your timing. Yeah, It's not just about getting hit. Well, once again, that's Emmitt. Emmitt. Other running backs, which is a bunch of lesser running backs than Emmitt Smith, I was I wouldn't be so confident about their ability to just step in and not play right. the entire preseason. And and again, you got to see things, right? You got to see the whole react. The foot, well, so footwork, the the, yeah. the steps. You know, some things are just instinctive. But if you don't practice, those instincts can lag a little bit. Especially so. when you're practicing in training camp these days and you're playing touch football, right? right? <laughs> they ain't hitting you, mm. <laughs> or they're not. Let's put it this way: they're not hitting twenty-one. They barely hit 20, but 34, 36, 37. They get in the smoke. They, they kind of get smoked. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Kelvin Joseph hit a guy yesterday in practice. He did. Uh huh. Yeah. 24. Was 24? He's still no, mad about I mean, the 24 is Kelvin Joseph, yeah. but. Yeah, but I bet it was one of those numbers that I pointed out. I can't remember who went. I know, I wrote it, it down. If too. you can't remember, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're, let's talk 24 when we come back here on okay. Big Shots. 24 now, subject. 24 in the past. Ooh. When we come back nice on Big Shots. Let's mm-hmm. build. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. 
Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back to mixed shots. Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game? The NFL Fan of the Year contest is back, and we're relaunching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or others Mm. for the chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. The Cowboys and the Chiefs, Super Bowl 56, <laughs> SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. I love it, Bill. I love it. I'm with you, buddy. We will All be right. there. So I hope we're, we're recording that, and we'll play it at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, since this right. is our first We're going to do, gonna do like they the do on the NBA. We're going to start putting up stickers of our uh, – uh, predictions and and things. There you go. Mention. I like that. You, you know what? I've been I've been saying Cowboys Chiefs <laughs> for the last. Uh, how long's Mahomes been Mahomes? The last three years. We're, or so, we're, three or four we're gonna years? we're gonna put the date, the time, and everything. Anytime we make a prediction, a bold prediction. Okay, there was a bold prediction right a there. Bold prediction. Right eight seventeen twenty one at two forty five in the afternoon. Cowboys Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Mickey. All right, got you down. <laughs> got. <laughs> Long ways to go. Now you got a big old legal pad there, Mickey, with notes throughout. Is there anything you, you would like to get to in this final segment? He of can't Nick find shots? anything. He's got, got so many notes, notes he, he can't, can't find. Anything. You were talking about you wanted to talk about twenty four. Yes. So okay. What's your question? Twenty four. Kelvin Joseph. What does number twenty four think about number twenty four? I like him. I really do. Uh, you know, he's been having some issues, uh, but he's playing tight. He's never I don't I've never seen him really out of position. Uh guys have kept caught a couple of short passes on him. Nothing that really alarmed me at all. Uh I'm not necessarily worried about uh the cornerbacks as much as I was worried about the safeties. And I saw you know, the young man came up Kazee. I call him Kazee because my my uh, uh gospel choir teacher, her name was Miss Kazee. Okay. But I, I don't think that's the I had, it's KZ in the in the way I remember KZ he said his nickname growing up was Crazy. Crazy, Cra- crazy yeah, KZ. Easy call. So. Well, yeah, he, I thought he came up and he laid a good hit on somebody. Yes, he did. I thought our secondary looked good all the way. But Joseph is uh, he's kind of lagging behind Nation. For some reason, people like Wright more than they like Well, they Joseph. see uh, Wright, you know, in the mini camp, the OTAs, he was either catching, he was either intercepting a pass daily mm-hmm. or knocking a ball down. Once the pads came on, I thought he somewhat regressed, or not regressed, he just didn't do anything that said, oh, look at that. Right. And then lately, he's back at it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, his size is, even if he's beaten at 6'4, you know, got them long arms and you can cover a lot of ground even if you're beat. So, uh, he showed up some, but Joseph got off to a slow start, I thought. But he didn't have much uh, offseason. He missed like 10, 10 days with COVID. Um, and it, Right in the middle of OTAs. Yeah, right in the middle, right? And so it took him a little while to get going. But they have him work in second team left cornerback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at times he'll get a snap or two with the first instead of Anthony Brown. I think they worry about him being young. Um, there's a couple times. You know where he, when he gets beat? He gets beat being too aggressive. Yeah. Imagine that, right? <laughs> 24 being aggressive. Um, Got to jump it, baby. Got to jump it. But he has unique skill to catch up. Now, he got beat on a deep one last night, and he couldn't catch up. Uh, but the majority of the times when I see him beaten, then he he makes it a tie and and to be able to make With a play kind on of the speed, ball, man. You know he's gonna he's gonna make it uh, tough for you to get he past may, him consistently. He may be one of those guys like Kevin Smith because when they drafted Kevin Smith in the first round in '92, mm-hmm. um, Ike Holt started, and then about nine ten games in the season, 
Kevin Smith took over. Yeah, well, you can see that coming. Right. Because Ike Holt was probably the most, even more unorthodox than I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you talk about, you wouldn't know what the hell he's playing, by the way. He's lined up. Sometimes he looked like he was 10 yards off the wide receiver. He wouldn't move, and he would jump every route. And if he, did, if he wasn't right, then they were going by him. But what I liked about this secondary, and not just Joseph, but – I was always upset with the Cowboys secondary, whether it's linebackers or DBs. There's not a, a, uh, a concerted, uh, uh, unified uh, path to the ball. If I'm going against a running back and I see a, a, a tackle or a blocker coming in front of me and he's leading the way for that guy, I attack it a certain way because I know my help is coming from a certain place. Mm-hmm. So you have a coordinated attack on that running back when he's down the field. I did not see that at all last year. I'm not going to give up my outside shoulder if I know the, line, the the blocker is coming on that outside shoulder. I'm not going to give up my leverage to the running back. They did that so much last year, whether you're a linebacker or whether it's a defensive back. In this preseason, this last preseason game, you could see that they limited the big runs because of the way that the safeties and the cornerbacks attacked the runner or even the interference in front of the runner. That is extremely important, Spags. That can mean you can go from having an 80-yard play to just an 18-yard play. That is extremely important to know, to have a concerted effort as a secondary to know where your help is coming from and where you're the strongest because you can't just give up on certain plays then you're just opening the door for the running back. You have to close that door, make him go to another door, and that should be where your help your is help coming should from. Show up. That's right. <clears throat> and they did that very well in this last ball game. That's the kind of things that I look for. Of course, making plays on the ball is great, but when you're giving up historical amount of numbers in the running game, something has to be done on how we attack the running back. It's not just a defensive call. It's how do we approach it once he breaks and gets into the secondary. See, and that was one of the problems <clears throat> they had the second half against Arizona when they brought in, how do I stave it, say it, Steve, Steve, Stivalor, the quarterback. <laughs> Strebler. Strebler. Yeah. He was running all over the place, and I was thinking back to last year with Kyler Murray ran for 70-some yards against him, and it's like, okay, this is that second half. And remember, Allen came and ran some yards against us as well. What team was he on? Allen, the the quarterback. Kyle Allen. Yeah, he came from Washington. Washington, We couldn't stop him from running certain plays last year. So, you know, we we kind of romanticized the sack, right? We romanticized pressure on the quarterback – their problem last year was stopping the run. And I keep trying to remind people of that, especially when they want to make an argument, well, they should have taken an offensive lineman in the first round or they should have taken a cornerback. I said, yeah, were those guys going to stop the Cowboys from giving up five yards That's of carry? It. That's it. Five That's it. yards of carry. That's it. That is it. So I, I, I got to see that. you know. And losing Gallimore for the first part of the season sure didn't help. Because he was really active, uh, and I thought he was going to be really good. Now we'll see what uh, Odigizua can do. He's young. Um, at times he makes plays. At times he gets pushed out of there. So maybe a few more snaps that uh, they can develop. That the other thing they got going for him is that they've got some defensive ends uh, when they get into nickel situations mm-hmm. that can move inside and, and rush from a tackle position. Basham can do it. Mm-hmm. Now he's been out with a. Hamstring? I think it was a hamstring injury. Um, uh, Brett Urban, he can move inside also. Uh, so they have some guys that can rush from from inside in nickel situation. But uh, Bohanna was a little bit slow coming yeah. along, but I think yeah. he's starting to get there. Uh, but he's more of a one technique than anything oh, else, right? Yeah. If he does anything other than that, I'm impressed. Yeah, <laughs> Cause he's right? huge. Cause he's yeah. Huge. yeah, he can move pretty well. He yeah. moves well. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've seen him get pushed out of there. So, I mean, there's a reason he was a six-round pick, right? Everybody didn't say, oh, this guy's a walk-in starter, right? He was a six-round pick. Well, to me, if whoever you draft, whatever round, wherever you come from, you got to be coachable. Right. Okay. If I'm if I'm him, if I'm as big as Bohannon is, and I'm getting pushed out of there, then it's up to that coach to stop me from getting pushed out of there. Coach, what am I doing wrong? Show me. Sometimes it's just one thing that you have to deal with. So, so you know, 
Talent is one thing. Coaching is extremely important. You know what? And that's a good point because we talk about Dan Quinn as the defensive coordinator. Well, number two, Dan Quinn's the defensive line coach. Uh, that's how he made his bones in the NFL coaching mm-hmm. before he became mm-hmm. a coordinator. Number three, uh, George Edwards is the linebackers coach now. That's he was here late nineties. Okay, uh, became a defensive coordinator. It's listed as a senior defensive yeah, assistant. Right, okay. exactly. But he's taken over where he, which he should have last year, and I think he's a really good coach. And then they brought in Joe Witt, uh, had been a secondary coach with Mike in Green Bay, and just watching him, another really good, experienced coach. You know, nothing against. Um, Linquist last year, I forgot Maurice. Maurice Linquist, but he had been a college guy. This was his and first. And he's back coaching in college Buffalo, now. Buffalo, right? Yeah. Head yeah. coach. Uh, oh, congratulations! Yeah, no, and he's yeah. you know he's from Dallas yeah. and played at A and M, but it was his first year in the NFL. And there's a difference between yelling and coaching, right? You, know? you got to teach. You got to teach. And I think they've improved the teaching quality on their defense. Now it's you know we haven't seen them get beat yet, right? And you know, which they will. Going seventeen and zero. Hey, who was impressed with, with Jalen Smith uh, last game? Coming down the line, making plays. I was shocked. He was I, in I was position glad to for do some hear things. you say that because there was a big discussion this morning on the fan on how bad he is, and I just think he was out of position last year. He is not a weak side linebacker. I don't know what convinced him that he was, but he wasn't. He cannot go laterally. He's got to go. Downhill, right. straight, you know, and 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 don't tell me he he was always late on the pile for a tackle. You know, when you make 150 tackles in the NFL, you did something right. See, right? that's what I was trying to say about Lockhart. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 220 tackles. I don't care the where it is. The hit machine. I don't care where it is. If you get on somebody 220 times in one season, yeah. give me a break. So, uh, and I've seen him being used in better situations, like when it's nickel. Get him out. You know that's not his Thank deal. You, bro. See, that's Thank where you, they've got Thank you, bro. they've got enough personnel, right. and Quinn is going to use that personnel to to uh, the best of their abilities. Like everybody now. got excited uh, the, the the preseason game. Well, the Cardinals came out in three wide, so the Cowboys came out in their nickel. Of course. And their first nickel is Micah Parsons and Keanu Neal at the linebacker spot. So they're thinking, so they're thinking oh, they, they've already, they, <laughs> they've they, already they're made the, the starters, move. It's right? done. <laughs> you know, and, and it's like, no, they're, that, they're the first nickel. You know, and they weren't originally the first nickel, but as camp went along, and it's like, okay, they finally got these guys up there. And the key thing with Parsons is, especially when he's on the nickel like that, they don't know if he's covering or blitzing. Or blitzing. That's right. And, and boy, he's got They instincts. can put him on the line or they can put him in the and linebacker. on their base defense, when they go three linebackers, imagine that, using three linebackers against a two-tight end offense, which they didn't do last year. Uh He's on the line of scrimmage. So a lot of times, if you got to cover up your strong side linebacker, you play him off, right? He is on the line of scrimmage, and they don't know if he's covering that tight end in man, if he's just dropping, or if he's blitzing. And, you know, and, and, and he can come from the backside against the run, by the way. Somebody that, that uh, showed uh, his salt, I guess, proved his salt, I guess you know how to say that, uh, Bill, uh, Keanu Neal. Uh-huh. I thought I love he him. showed his intellect in the ball game. That's where, and of course, I know I was one of the first ones talking trash about him when they signed him and the other Atlanta guy. But Casey, you've already and and now you've complimented. I'm, I'm complimenting Kazee. I know I can. I don't mind swallowing my words, but uh, I, that doesn't bother me. If you show me something, then I will give you credit. And what he did was showed me a lot of awareness. Mm-hmm. He was always in position. And as a linebacker, we didn't really see that much last year. No. As a matter of fact, linebackers and corners, busted coverages, Yeah, I think you see less of that. And we still haven't seen whatever Malik Hooker's got to offer. He basically, I think yesterday was the first time in pads in competitive situations. Um, he had a pick six, by the way. Ooh, it was on a tip ball. It was a tip ball, <laughs> but it was by your guy. Hey, man, they Nishan, all count. Nishan Wright, I they think. All that's count. right. Nishan Wright made the play. And, yeah. And, and, and you talked about it. Penalties. This team needs to be solid. We always talk. All facets of the game, need them all, and you have to stop hurting yourself. I mean, 
be a smart team. We just weren't that last year. And I'm looking at preseason. I see fewer penalties, even though uh, the encroachment led to the field goal. He yeah, probably, dude. He probably, he probably would have made it. Head coach wasn't happy with I that I know he one. wasn't happy. He would have made it anyway. He probably would have made it anyway. Yeah. It was, you know, this guy's a veteran. But still, you don't want to give them those kind of opportunities. But once again, if my emphasis is on getting off on the D-line, you're going to get that. You can't get both. You can't have someone so disciplined to where we got better at getting off on the on the defensive line and no penalties. You were talking about the winning field goal the at the end? Goal. Yeah. He made it. I by, saw it. He I made saw it, it by that much. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> and it didn't matter whether it was good or not. Yeah. We were still going home. That's right. Exactly. Because there's no, tie game. No, still overtime. A decent game. no still overtime. played a decent game defensively. You know, the TV ratings on that, it was still going strong at 1230 at night. Was it really? That ended. It had basically, it never never fell off, basically. Everybody misses this stuff, uh, Exactly. Man. We miss That's this right. Stuff. Well, good. That's it. I don't feel Past as bad with getting home at 6 a.m. <laughs> You got home. Oh, yeah. I, that's when my flight left was 6 a.m. Did it really? Uh-huh. So I got like two hours sleep. I walked in oh the door God. at 6 a.m. All right. I'm sitting here checking Twitter and seeing if there's any reports about a Cowboys moves here at 3 o'clock, and nothing has come out yet. Not posted yet on not, Cowboys.com, DallasCowboys.com. Nothing posted so when are we yet. coming back, guys? When's the next show? Thursday. Thursday? Same time? Same time, same station. Two o'clock on Thursday. Oh, I wanted to be able to report the news here. Be the first one? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm not seeing it. It's not breaking. As soon as we sign off, it will break. All right, let's give it another five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess that does it. Unless you got a parting mix shot. You have a parting mix shot? We make that a habit every, every show, a parting mix shot. I was trying to look to see if anybody sent me an email and say, okay, it's time to put it up. Nope. Nope. Not yet. All we, right. We can we can talk for four more minutes. There's nothing after, got, is there, no, is it, there Chris? It's still raining outside? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the interviews are still raining. Okay, they're, they're doing interviews now okay. All right, right. With, with the media. What's the schedule the rest of the way? This so week? practice tomorrow, um, full practice. Thursday's an off day because today, while they didn't like practice in pads, they, they practice and they're here for meetings. And then Friday is a shorter practice and game on Saturday. And it, the Friday practice is open to fans at Ford Center. That's one of the ones that are open, yep, right? Yep. Uh, this Friday and then the following Friday and Saturday practices leading up to the final preseason game against the Jacksonville Jaguars minus Tim Tebow. On a Sunday, <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon. Were, were you shocked by that move? I must admit, I was shocked that it was like, it's done? I mean, I would have given the guy the preseason. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I know that wasn't his only play, the, the missed block. Oh, that was that, I heard everybody talking oh, about the missed block. Oh, they made a big block. deal about it. I mean, come on, man. I've had tackles that look like that. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been there, done that, brother. I know exactly how you feel. I'm sure he didn't play like that the entire game. But, you know, when you're, when you're a lightning rod like that, it's unfortunate. Uh, as much as people are pulling for you, God, you have probably twice as many pulling against you. <laughs> it's right. It's like, <laughs> well, it, it, it's like America today. Yeah. Half, half the country likes you, half the country yeah, hates you. Like, oh, I thought I was love. No, you're not. So not universally. <laughs> All right. I don't think we're going to get this. I'm going to take one last okay, look right, here yeah. to see what they did. And we're going to strike out. We're not going to know who the final 85 players on the roster are. I'm killing you right now. (laughs) (laughs) I was probably just breaking the room. Oh, Hank, they're they're posting the story right now. Oh, Oh, they are. But hold on. So let's just see if we can get two more. Posting the story right now. This is breaking news. No one wants to follow this show. Breaking news from the star in Frisco. We're standing by to find out who the final 85 players on the roster will be. <laughs> Get those five guys. Uh, you've already got one on injured reserve. It's not like we're going to look at some... Uh, and go, oh, no, right, they right. that guy? <laughs> Pretty predictable, I'm sure. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, come on. By the way, tomorrow they won't be practicing outdoors anyway. Okay, I think I got it. Oh, oh, Mickey's got it with breaking news. We got the breaking news sounder. Three of the five players were injured, including tw- – oh, oh, it said the first cut-down date – Reduced from 90 to 85, mm-hmm. three of the five players were injured, including 2020 fourth-round pick Reggie Robinson. Oh. So the cornerback yeah. they moved from Cleveland, Texas, and yeah. Tulsa. Yeah. Uh, he, had, he suffered a, a toe injury, and it was likely to keep him out for the rest of the season. Oh, Shewu Alanalua, I mentioned. Out of TCU. He, he goes to IR. Um so he's not eligible like to be brought Robinson, back. Like uh, rookie linebacker Anthony Hines. Out of waved, Plano East, they cut all the local guys. Or they, waved, they put him on injured guys. reserve. I'm sorry. Waved injured. Okay, so there's three, well, uh, three local guys. A TCU guy, don't have to pay for Plano playing, East, right? and Cleburne. And then they <laughs> release cornerback uh, Kyron Brown. <laughs> Ky- yeah, he, and he was with the Jets last year. He and was he, a late pickup and he in, got in training hurt. camp. He got hurt. Uh, from where, though? From was he from? Uh, I, I thought you knew, I Bill. Him. I, I got him. Got the Texas guy. Number 36. Uh, he's from Akron. Oh, okay. Never mind. And yeah. then the last one was wide receiver Brennan Eagles. From Texas. Texas Another guy. local, basically, from so Texas. So there you go. There you go. Those There's your final cuts, or your first cuts. So nothing okay. dramatic. Well, that was breaking news, though, on That's right. Shots. That's what we do here. Mickey Within Spagnola. five minutes, right? That's right. Perhaps. And we got to thank uh, William Boykins. Yes. With his tweet saying it's going. All right. Very good. Way to go, William. And uh, Chris, thanks for letting us linger for five minutes. (laughs) Chris is not even back there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He gave up on us like five till. We may not be streaming right now. (laughs) (laughs) He may have already signed us off. (laughs) I saw it on here. Oh, Mix shots. Okay. All right. Okay. That does it for Mix Shots. Thank you, Chris. Breaking news from Mr. Spagnola to close us out. See you Thursday at 2 o'clock. Go. Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!